Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is a great day in Husker Nation because it is the beginning of Nebraska basketball season. Though they are 2-0, so they have already begun, and I've already (laughs) been to a game or two. But uh, this is the first legitimate competition I think they've seen, though Maine might want to argue that. Maine has already had a pretty good victory. Uh, But, of course, Nebraska already opening victories with Maine in Omaha tonight. They take on St. John's. And you can watch the game. I think it starts at 5.30 on FS1. Uh, it is the Gavit tip-off games where the Big Ten collides with the Big East. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this uh, we, we, because it's hard to really wrap your mind around how good this Nebraska team has looked. So I've had a few different people kind of ask me and try to project the team forward. I still think altogether, um, you know, if Nebraska can get 14, 15 wins, I think that'd be a heck of a start um, for basically plan B under Coach Hoiberg mm-hmm. um, and, and see how this kind of gets going here. But um, they've got a chance. Uh, you know, these are the type of games, you know, the St. John's. Um, and we don't, I know we don't expect Nebraska to be in that place. But as we go on throughout the season, these are the type of quality victories that maybe can show up on some of those resumes down the line. It's not going to be easy. Uh, St. John's is 3-0, and led by Mike Anderson, of course, a former Missouri coach from Nebraska's days in the Big 12, uh, more recently at Arkansas, now at St. John's and Nebraska. Um, we'll see if they have Derek Walker available. I, th- I still think you're not going to get a complete it. look at Nebraska without Derek Walker, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, why do you why do you doubt it? You just I don't know. I just don't I just don't feel like you're going to see Derek Walker. I I don't think you're going to see Derek Walker till December. Huh. Maybe maybe he comes back against Creighton. Maybe he comes back against Indiana. I don't think he plays in any of these November games. Eh. I have absolutely no reason to believe that. <laughs> and I could be completely wrong. Yeah. I just feel like uh, whatever's going on, there's been like no talk of anything no improving. Yeah or getting better or him getting closer to getting on the court. So I don't know. I just, I just feel like November just seems like a, uh, 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 a month in which you will not see Derek Walker. Um, but the big 10 doing really well so far early in the season. Only two teams have losses. Michigan state has a loss to Gonzaga. Yeah. And they almost won that game. And Minnesota has a loss to DePaul. Not as good. But Not still. as good. But those are the only <laughs> other than that. You've got four and zero, a bunch of three and zero, and then Indiana, Nebraska, two and zero. There you go. Uh, did you see Gonzaga lost last? Yeah, night? Yeah, they lost to Texas. That's great. Uh, not necessarily because we like Texas, but because we don't have to go through the whole year hearing if this is the greatest team of all time, <laughs> like we do every year with Gonzaga if they don't get beat early. Hurry, they have a loss. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God they have a loss. And Drew Timmy uh, is back for Gonzaga. If you don't remember, he is probably the most college basketball player. The most. Of all. <laughs> the, he is. Drew, Drew Timmy is college basketball. He's college basketball personified. Yep. Um, but uh, thankfully, they've already lost a game there. Uh, the St. John's team, um, I'm excited to see Mike Anderson again. I, I didn't realize this till I was doing research, that he's the uncle of Damari Carroll. You remember Damari Carroll? I do remember Damari yeah. Carroll. He's the uncle, and I think he coached him when he was at Missouri. Um, if you remember, uh, Mike Anderson led Missouri to an Elite Eight appearance in 2008. That was kind of the pinnacle of his career since then. Um, you know, he, he took the Arkansas job. It's been about eight years there. They just kind of got, yeah, like whatever. He's, let's <laughs> move on. Uh, so they just kind of got tired of him, and now he is at St. John's. He's been there for three years. They've not had, um, you know, too much success there as far as getting to 
the, the, the big dance, but they are a pace of play team. They average 90 points per game. It is Mike. It's the same Mike <laughs> Anderson that you remember. If you do remember at Missouri go fast. Um, and that's something that Nebraska up until recently has done quite a bit too. And that was kind of the goal under coach Hoiberg. I, that's got to be. I, I think that's less so. This they slowed, year? They've slowed it down this year. They're focusing yeah. more on defense. So this is going to be an, a, a great, you know, not only early test because it's a, a power six, seven, however many power conferences right. there are in Biggest college basketball. Yeah, uh, a, a power conference opponent, but because it'll be a really good test of their defensive prowess. If they're really focused that much on defense, if they've really made defense an emphasis this year for this Nebraska men's basketball team, then this team that likes to run, likes to get out, likes to score points is going to be a great early test to see exactly what you have good going for you on the defensive side and the things that you might need to work on. And, I mean, obviously it's going to be a good test offensively. Yeah, but I'm I'm more focused on the defensive side of things since that was an emphasis that that Fred Hoiberg said that they put on the players this off season is the defensive side of the ball. He made some defensive coach hires, um, and they're they're a long athletic team who should be pretty good on the defensive side. And I, again, we're going to see it tonight at five thirty on FS1. Yeah. Uh, and a familiar face over there. They've got a, a few good players, but uh, Andre Carrello, uh, transfer from Illinois. That guy. Yeah, two years ago he was the Big Ten. Sixth man of the year. He basically came in for Io DeSumo for a few, you know, for when I, th- I think for a few games and then, uh, you know, as his backup. And you didn't, and he was spectacular two years ago. Last year, he didn't live up to the hype. He, oh, he almost kind of, in the times that he was in the game, Illinois was doing worse. So it's, it's just kind of very he was, strange. He's I like, think he got for a new home. teed up in Lincoln when he was on the bench. In street clothes. Yeah, yeah he, he wasn't did. playing. Yeah. He got teed up. <laughs> yeah, he and almost got teed up twice. He's yeah. an interesting vocal He likes player. to talk. Yeah, and uh, he can. If he gets on a run, he can take over a game, but he can also just kind of shoot his way out of a game if, mm-hmm. if, if St. John's allows him to do that. He only averages about 10 points, uh, leads them with about six assists per game. They've got another uh, transfer, speaking of DePaul, coming over from DePaul, averaged 14.5 there, 18.7 points per game now so far for David Jones uh, uh, This in, in this game. Another name to watch out for, Posh Alexander, probably the best returning player. Uh, Curbelo and Jones might be better, but as transfers, Posh Alexander, all Big Ten East, or excuse me, all Big East honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, those are a few of the names to look out for. But, you know, again, St. John's probably not, you know, it's not an overwhelming test on a team that it annually goes to uh, the uh, the big dance, but it could be a nice nice little resume win for Nebraska and a way to, to really kind of jumpstart your season and feel pretty good about yourself because after, you know, St. John's is just one of many very difficult games they've got coming up on the schedule. There's like they scheduled Maine and Omaha, and that was about it. I mean, they, like I said, <laughs> Arkansas Pine Bluff, as far as the, the games you just expected to win, um, because here in, until December, they've got, you know, the basket. They've got a, a, a tournament filled with good teams. They've got Oklahoma. They've got Seton Hall, um, perhaps, or Memphis and Boston College coming up. So it's it's no longer just, you know. Well, they got Queens University down the line, but somewhere <laughs> not too many yeah. of those teams. Arkansas, Pine Bluff, Queens University, you know, some schools like that. But yeah. after after those a uh, couple of schools, you're gonna get right into the thick of it. Which is interesting because this too, I don't know how you know much further they could have changed the schedule. I wonder how much they wanted to like test this team. This seems this seems like the situation calls more for a nice light Doc Sadler non-conference and then mm-hmm. then get into conference like play. But they a, like did a not do that get used to playing with each other and and you know yeah get get some synergy going but they you know Maine Omaha and Omaha you know pretty pretty solid team and then you go out to New York and play St. John's who 
traditionally is, is a pretty good basketball program. Then you get Arkansas Pine Bluff, uh, Oklahoma. Then you have that uh, Boston College. There's a tournament somewhere in there, I believe, or is that afterwards? Uh, and then yeah. you go to Creighton, like, and then you go to Creighton, who is a top ten team in the nation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's an every every year thing, but your your non con schedule is not going to do you any favors in terms of getting this this roster of transfers to gel and getting them all on the same page. And oh, by the way, your starting center power forward, wherever they were going to throw him, yeah. isn't playing the first few games. Yeah, we'll see. I just throw another curveball in there. Let's see what happens. There's a lot of curveballs, but if Nebraska can get a win tonight, uh, then I think we could really start to get excited about this team. A couple news and notes before that. Uh, Snow football. Did you watch any of the Central Michigan, Western Michigan? I watched the highlights. I didn't watch the game. Yeah, a lot of snow. Uh, Dashing through the snow. Dashing through the snow is even a call by one of the commentators. Great call. And now there's expected to be six foot of snow, possibly, for the bu- the Cleveland-Buffalo game, which is in Buffalo. So Both running backs for both uh, – the starting running back for both teams, under six foot. <laughs> they might be buried. Perfect. So that will be that will be fun. Uh, that will be an NFL game of note. I love snow football. I, I know the players probably don't, but it's, it's – fun. It's, it's great to watch. Yeah. It's just, it's perfect. Uh, and then a couple other news and notes here. Iowa State and Iowa uh, and football here. Uh, their series is now insured through 2027, the Cyhawk Trophy. Hooray! I'm excited about it. I love that rivalry. I know some fans uh, on the Iowa Don't side care. apparently want, well, well, they specifically want to get out of it so that they can play other non-conference games because, you know, that's their big matchup every year. You're not going to schedule two mm-hmm. Power 5 teams outside. So I mean, you could. You could. It'd, it'd just be kind of testing you a little bit. But uh, I love the Cyhawks series, so I'm glad that that's going. Also, sad news, Illinois coach Brett Bielema's mother passed away today. Oh, so, no. Uh, kind of difficult uh, deal there, but um, hopefully. Sending you know, good vibes out to Brett. Yeah, and uh, hopefully he's able to, um, you know, they've got a big game here, so it's, that's always pretty difficult to balance things out there. Um, and then uh, one other news and note from Nebraska, Mickey Joseph, is that they practice outside both Tuesday and Wednesday mm. in preparation for the cold this weekend. Mm, not a fan. I like I like them doing. No, no that's a great I yeah. No, that's a great it. great idea to to get yourself ready for that. But me as myself, not Personally, a fan. Yeah, yeah. Are you uh, are you going to consider going to the game or is no. it too cold? No, I'm not going it's to just the game. Too cold. Yeah, I'm no, I'm not, not going, going to the game. <laughs> I have to. We're we're doing po- pregame yeah. already outside, so that'll be my experience with the cold. And then yeah. I'm gonna go home, get inside, and warm up or try to. Hopefully, yeah. my fingers don't fall off. Not a bad idea. Hopefully, and I, I think they've got a few more tickets to sell for the sellout. Uh, Trev didn't seem overly worried about it, so I, I think you'll see the the last sellout for the year extend the streak into next season, but. It'll be interesting to see how many people are actually in the seats because it might be a frigid day. Uh, but uh, anyway, that, that, that'll be for Saturday. Once again, Casey Thompson looked like he's prepared to start for that, so you can be excited for this game. All right. All right, that'll do it for the Ticket Water Cooler. Happy hour coming up next year right here on 93.7 The Ticket.